I can sell, sell. I can sell, sell. Hey, welcome to Make It So So, podcast about the not so good episodes of Star Trek. Today we are talking about Fascination, which is episode 10 of season 3 of Star Trek Deep Space Nine, the annual Bajoran Gratitude Festival, Who Boy. Is about to get underway, and both O'Brien and Kira await the arrival of their loves. But first, my name's Newman. Hey, I'm Beth. I'm Dan. Uh, Beth, you want to take uh, first impressions on this one? Sure. Um, <laughs> okay, so this uh, this episode is simultaneously one of the most boring and rapey episodes I've ever seen oh, at the same time, okay. if that's possible. There, yeah, there's so much unwanted physical slash sexual contact mm-hmm. by so many of the characters. It blows my mind that this was like <laughs> an okay thing to do. On TV. It would not be okay the, today, I don't think. No, it would not be. Um, yeah, but yeah. it also features Luxana Troy, who I love personally, <laughs> even though I know she's a, a polarizing character <sighs> yeah. in the Star Trek canon. She is, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm curious to hear what you guys think, because I can see on Dan's face and he's like <laughs> not happy with my assessment yeah. all right so um yeah it took me so long to watch this episode yeah uh so they kind of explain what's going on in the last five minutes mm-hmm. yeah but i didn't get there twice like, that's fair I, I tried to watch it because i in general how i prep for the show i'll watch the episode once just kind of like soak it in yeah and then the second time i'll go through and like take notes mm-hmm. and same here no no, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I I just I caught myself doing everything else. Yeah. I Oh man, I just Dan's like so I yeah, have to I, wash I got my like, hair. I don't know, 15 20 minutes in and then I just gave up and then I did it again and then finally because we had to record like so I think we watched it yesterday, 2 days ago. But yeah. it was like only like the last minute like pressure that got me through it <laughs> so, that works. so i'm gonna say this was not my favorite episode yeah newman your first impression um yeah i mean i'm right there with you uh, like i i have to just say like when when whenever looks wanna Tr- troy shows up you know like you're in for a certain type of experience you know like yeah. like <laughs> That's just like a blanket think, statement, you know. Like, I think that's why they always like reveal her in the cold open. Right. It's always like, <laughs> the like every single time yeah. it's like she the cold open happens in the last ten seconds they flash her presence and everybody's like. <gasps> I think no. it's like minimum amount of time they want to show the audience that like oh yep it's an episode with her it's like oh crap you're <laughs> totally right. Um, so that, I mean, that being said, yeah, I did th- th- this one is just all over the place. It's, it's, it's not even coherent. It's just little vignettes of like, now this person is going to this person and then this yes. person walks over to this person. There's, yes. there's nothing else other than that. Like there's no, yeah. there's, there's no, there's not even yeah. like a B plot. No, there's, there's no, not. there's no, yeah, there's no B plot. Like, <laughs> yes, there is. What's the B plot? The O'Brien's. Whoa. That's not really a B plot, though. I don't think, is it? I considered that to be tied in what was going on. Not, I did not too. because he technically doesn't have anything, or or she. she well, knew, okay, but so so that that's this is actually one of the problems. Is okay, that okay. The B plot is sold as part of the A plot, right? Mm-hmm. And then at the end, it says, "Nope, it was totally it's different." It's not right, and there's no reason. Let's but the B plot is all yeah, of like yeah. three <laughs> minutes worth of material, though. It's right. like. I don't know. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, let's just, let's just, okay, let's just dive sure. in. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we get the cold open. It is the Bajoran Gratitude Festival, which is that's just the weirdest title to begin with. Um, I guess it's they don't really ever do fully mean? explain, do they, what exactly this also, is, except just a time for gratitude. It's it's I mean, unclear by, to me. It's also unclear alone, to me. It, it seems like a Thanksgiving. Right. Exactly. Right. Except, Thanksgiving. What, except what they do as part of the rituals are not about so much gratitude as it is about like letting go of your past. So the whole right, right. festival is like people write down their problems, I guess, or things that they don't like on a scroll. Right. And then they, they have all these cauldrons, which are super dangerous, just these open <laughs> flames open. all over the station yeah. that people walk up to and they burn the scrolls in. Mm-hmm. But when I think gratitude festival, I figured that they'd be writing down like things they're thankful for, right, or, right, right. you know, right. people that they want to personally thank for being in their life or whatever. But no, it's just more like, here's all my problems. And then they, burn them away well, yeah so i, I kind of so like seems that. like an inapt name to me right. no it i'm fine with the gratitude. ritual i just don't think right. it matches with the name i agree <laughs> you know, like, you know? like airing of the uh the the grievances right exactly yeah. like, <laughs> I, it, should, it should be a thing right yeah but yeah it's it's not a a, a gratitude maybe, thing maybe you burn away what you're not grateful for and therefore what's left is what you are thankful you're like hopefully for? yeah know, they don't explain that yeah, very well yes. they're just like and so, then cork is like selling these special pens to write on your scrolls with and well of course he has to make a profit somehow it's a whole I mean, it's a whole thing yeah yeah <laughs> so so yeah actually it opens on on jake yes uh jake. lamenting the breakup with marta uh-huh mm-hmm. yes uh i i don't know who that is but i you guess that's a devastating to. loss yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah how old is jake here is he like he is 16 six, yeah 16 okay that's yeah. what i thought yeah although he looks um, like 12 but that's that's fine yes he does <laughs> yes and it sounds yeah. like his voice still hasn't matured yeah, right <laughs> like it's very uh, still very high although yeah. jake jake gets there and he becomes a very respectable young man um okay i will say he's yeah. not so much in this episode right but <laughs> so yeah so cisco uh walks in he's trying to cheer jake up saying you know you'll find somebody else you know it, like it, it, this won't bother you that much if you just give it some time um and he's like okay yeah, I'll, you know. I'll, a lot of the fatherly advice is technically the right words but yeah. it's not anything that is w- would be well received by a broken-hearted teenager right, right. Just yeah, like, I mean, get over it. Right. You'll exactly. be fine. Exactly. It's just a crush. Right. Like, I, yeah. I tech, yeah. By the book, it's true. Yeah. But come on. But then, I mean, I mean, but then Cisco, you know, encourages him to go to the festival and, you know, maybe find a new, you know, lass. And that's, you know, I, I guess that's good <laughs> advice, too. Um, I, I say I say lass because I'll, I'll say why later. Uh, okay. Because okay. it's a very certain feel to this festival. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> So then we, so, yeah. yeah, then we cut to um, O'Brien talking to Bashir about uh, missing his family. Um, mm-hmm. Keiko and his daughter have been in a, a uh, technical slash archaeological dig for the past three months. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, why is there like toddler on the work trip instead of home? And the, with, instead of with uh, O'Brien? O'Brien, great question. <laughs> Who yeah. seems to be just basically like burning time until they get back. Right. It's not like he, he was yeah. really busy. 
Right. That, that's a very good question. I don't know why the he, daughter wouldn't. He's in the the more stable place. Right. So. Yeah, because, I mean. <laughs> Not sure. Keiko is, like, you know, inspecting ruins and crap. Like, you yeah, know, something right. probably yeah. dangerous for a, for a, for a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. Gender so, roles. That's so why. he's he's sad about that. That doesn't last very long. And then we cut to Odo walking around, um, sees Kira, uh, saying that how she is so excited that um, her love is also coming back to the station, um, mm-hmm. similar to O'Brien's um, mm-hmm. situation, I guess. And uh, you kind of get the sense that Odo was hoping to spend the. Uh, festival with Kira, but instead he, now he's sad because uh, oh, totally. You know now yeah. now like she's gonna go spend time with this guy. Yeah, if his face was capable of showing emotion, <laughs> like yeah. it would be a definite yeah. hardcore frown, right? Because yeah. he was <laughs> kind of like just getting up the nerve to like say, "Hey, I want to spend time with you." And yeah. she's like, "Hell yeah, my boyfriend's coming! Exactly. It's gonna be awesome!" Yeah. Right. <laughs> Honestly, um, it's the happiest I've ever seen Kira. She's always like, yes, yes. she's always pissed angry. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. she is very, very happy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they um, do write her character as like sour all the time. Oh yeah, and that's that's just her. Just, that's what she is. You know, she's a past past war rebel who had a horrible life, I guess. But yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, I, no, you're right. Yeah, um, so they just don't write her very deep. I guess. No, they don't. <laughs> you know. So um, yeah, so that then that we cut away from that. There's a lot going on in this 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 cold open I wrote down. There's like a lot setting up here um, with oh, no yeah. real payoff. Um, <laughs> so then we cut to um, Kira and O'Brien both waiting outside a, sh- a shuttle bay, um, mm-hmm. and so Kira's dude walks out and they go away. At first, I thought that O'Brien wasn't gonna meet his family. I was like, oh, maybe mm-hmm. they didn't make it because it kind of like stalls. What? Like it. It stalls weird for a second. It does. Where he's yeah, like, it's like waiting. Oh. Yeah. You know? Everyone else looks like they've deep exactly. and he's still standing there like, oh, where's my so family? I, I thought so too. Like, right. oh, the beat, the plot they're setting up is it like something bad happened to O'Brien's exactly. family and they're going to have to find him and all this stuff. And no, that's not right. What right. Yeah. Right. Um, so then, um, but then his family does finally walk out and they look flummoxed, you know, like they've, yeah. they've gone through hell. And we find out why is because they had to share the shuttle with Luxana Troy, who uh, <laughs> walks out. Yeah, apparently, so, she gave the kid a lot of candy, and the kid walks up to O'Brien and throws up on him. Throws up on him, which is great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I did like that so, part. Yeah. Uh, well, Keiko, Kiko, Keiko, Keiko, yeah. Keiko. What? Well, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Mrs. O'Brien. Yeah. Uh, she sucks. <laughs> She, what? Like she is, is not she happy. Always, is she always like this? She's uh, always have a level. She's always had like a level of like two to her. Dude, yeah. that sucks. Okay, because so <laughs> so this guy hasn't seen his family for a couple months, and mm-hmm. he's really excited and happy to see them. Yeah, she is the opposite of that to him. Mm-hmm. Right. She's just like, I'm tired. I'm sick. I hate everything. Yeah. And oh, I guess hello. Right. Yeah. I, I was just like, oh man, that sucks. So Brian is in a shitty marriage. <laughs> oh my god! I, I felt the same way. Yeah. Through the whole episode, you find out, yep, that's the case. It's just a <laughs> shitty, terrible marriage, which is not exactly the dynamics I want to explore in my sci-fi. But sure. I guess Star Trek writers are right. That's what we needed. It just, anyway, I don't think it fit with this episode because, like you said later, you know, spoilers. It's not mm-hmm. 
like what what they're going through isn't a side effect of the rest of everyone else. It's just like oh, this yeah, is just that's happening. true. Yeah. It's just them being shitty. But he's kind of shitty to her too a little bit. Where he's like, he basically is like asking her to quit her job, and she's like, uh, I. Whoa! Wow, we read this totally differently. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Are, are we in a failing marriage too? It's possible. Oh my goodness. We're about to learn a lot about ourselves through this episode. Okay. Congratulations, listeners. So we will we will build Anyways. build up to that moment. Um, okay. so, so that's that's the end of the cold open. Um uh Luxwana immediately goes and seeks out Odo, um, who she's always had a had a thing for. Yeah, okay. Kinda gets creepy level. It's so creepy level because uh, he seems completely uninterested in her and she right. is just hanging on him the whole time. And I don't understand why he's not like, get off me, leave me alone. But he seems, I can't tell if he's into it or not. That's I, the I thing. know exactly why. Okay. Why is that? Why is okay, that? So I believe that the character of Luxana Troy mm-hmm. is literally just Magil Barrett. Right. It's, they wrote <laughs> okay. that character to be her because mm-hmm. think about it she's the lady that's sleeping with the boss yeah mm-hmm. so everyone just kind of has to put up with her you can't like tell her off and say hey you suck why are you here right because then you lose your job well, well he was dead by this point yeah but still but, but right she's, she's right. Star Trek yeah. royalty <laughs> but in all blah, fairness blah, blah. there she were is. in all fairness there were a lot of people sleeping with the boss that's true that's good because that's awesome. yeah. <laughs> he's kind of like, like back. it doesn't really make sense that anyone tolerates her yeah yeah no, you're I mean, right Un- unless there's some like authority she's been given maybe yeah through her sexual acts i don't yeah. know just I, uh, yeah i just yeah Everyone's just putting up with this annoying person because it's just so creepy. It's so creepy. And like by today's standards, I think would never be acceptable in any realm, you know, like her behavior. Yeah. She's Um, a beta zoid. mm -hmm. Yeah. So she can read emotions, right? She can. Yeah. Yes. So how does she not know? (laughs) She, so not only the (laughs) audience full of non empaths know that he's obviously not digging it. The person whose entire character is based on this ability is specifically ignoring <laughs> the no. Again, that's why I was like, this is so creepy. Maybe she's just maybe she senses that from him, but she's holding out hope that one day, you know, his his feelings will 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 change, you know, will reciprocate. I guess, but yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. There's, well, there's, there's, there's legitimately couple... no latent feelings of attraction. Right. <laughs> there's just a couple times though where I'm like, why? I couldn't tell if he was into it or not into it because they carried it so much. Like every time from this point on, every single time you see Odo, you see her hitting on him or on his arm or whatever. Whereas like when she did that with characters in TNG, like Picard and Riker and stuff, they would avoid her actively. They'd be like, uh, yeah, not going to that. Cause that crazy lady might be there. Um, but Odo's just like, nah, I'm good. I think he's just being nice. Maybe, (laughs) you know, he's, he's, he's a nice, like respectable person. So maybe he's, you know, just, just trying to, you know, she is, she is ambassador to Bajor from Beta Z. So maybe he's trying to be, you know, like, nice that diplomatic or right, something exactly yeah um so yeah so, oh, so uh, not acceptable. so she walks on the screen right was her costume designed by a four-year-old <laughs> or an 85 year old 
talking about I her like accept either answer. <laughs> you're talking about her like balloon animal esque like headpiece with like yes, yeah, I love uh, it. It's so good. Yeah. 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 It's like if a headband just like on one side of your head just for no reason went six inches straight up into the air. <laughs> right. <laughs> everything is vaguely not. What do you mean for no glitter, reason? But it looks shiny nice. and random colors. Yeah. I I don't know. Maybe I, O'Brien's daughter uh, got into the like hologram, like I, clothing unit, the headband supply materials for her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's something. It, it is. She's she's making a statement. Yeah, she she really a statement. Is. No one wants to hear, but she's no, making it. No. <laughs> um, it is it is something else, listeners. She um, is aggressive in her behavior and her clothing. That's right. Oh, in, in this conversation she has with Odo, she mentions that she wants to provide like a, a shoulder to cry on mm-hmm. or a lap to melt in. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> Which I, that's that's the most overt sexual thing she could oh, yeah. have said. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Met, uh, well, him not turning into a puddle in her plus, lap. Is, she <laughs> apparently realizes that he's upset about Kira. Which is why she says, right. like, shoulder to crown, right? Well, so it's like... Yeah. Well, I think she originally said the shoulder to crown thing was because he found out his people led the Dominion. Yeah, that- his his race basically leads the bad guys of the series. He's uh, he's part of oh. the... He's part of the quote-unquote, you know, villains. Hmm. Um, huh. But then I think it turns not... Uh, from that into... Maybe she senses that he was sad about Kira as well. And then, mm-hmm. you okay. know, it was like... You know, and then I'm I'm, I'm going to jump way ahead, but she basically forces herself on him at the very end of the episode. It's like she plants mm-hmm. a kiss that's like clearly he does yes. not want, but it's just like yeah. this is like hashtag yes. me too all over the place. You know? Oh like, yeah, this is, absolutely. This is, this is bad. This is very bad. Yeah, um, that was the entire ep- the entire episode. I was just like, this yeah. is not correct. Yeah. This is not Star Trek's first uh, foray into this. No, it's not. <laughs> No, me too. Uh, it's definitely not. not okay in 2018. Right. Oh yeah, oh, we've, we've yeah. seen we've seen some things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which I get because they did come out way before. Yeah. Right. All that. Right. Before. Yeah. Anyway. Be- anyways. So so yeah. So she she before leaves... before a society realized that sexual assault not okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically. It's so unfortunate. It really is. It really is. So um, yeah. So she she leaves Odo. Um, we get a quick shot of her experiencing like a like a headache um, in the turbo lift for a brief mm-hmm. moment, but then she looks like she's better, and then it then it goes away. Um, mm-hmm. Cut to Kira getting her sexy time on uh, with with. with Forgot her, what her boyfriend's uh, name is. Uh, Barriel. Ba- ba- yeah, by yeah, by Barriel. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm gonna pronounce it in uh, so many different ways. That's fine. I'm just I'm just know. gonna call him B, B for okay. sure. So <laughs> Kira and B are getting their sexy time on, but then she like misleads them and then she leaves like, okay, yeah. they're about to do it. And then he's like, nah, I got to go, yeah. uh, <laughs> which I thought was kind of weird because she was like, seemed to be all about it. And it's just like hard cut to her not Deuces. caring about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she has to go. Okay. So, she, so he's like, why are you leaving? And he's like, oh, I have to go help Dax set up the promenade for the festival. You know, we've mm-hmm. done it for the past two years. It's kind of a tradition, and I'm like, 
Just is two years a, a tradition? It, like what's what's the definition? She's, <laughs> uh, she's starting to get it going. Okay, like, she just she made it seem like it was traditions. like you know a hundred year thing. But yeah, okay, I thought that was kind of strange. That I, I oh, actually in that conversation, he specifically mentions that he is not a fan of Dax. Right. Yeah. Which yeah. comes into play later. I forget whatever. what he sa- says. She's too forceful or powerful. Oh, no, she's too unpredictable. That's right. Yes. And then Kira's like, what? You're talking about me being predictable? And he's right. like, no, I didn't mean that. Let's not talk about this anymore. <laughs> right. And then she leaves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's very awkward. It's a very awkward scene. Yeah, it really is. That's for sure. A lot, lot, of, lot of very fast change of pace and emotion Right, happening. right. Um, yeah. I don't know. Then we, uh, then we dive farther into a failing marriage. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. She's uh... cleaning up toys. Keiko. Uh-huh. Which, yeah. how much of a mess could this kid have made in the one minute that they're <laughs> been on station? Yeah. Whatever. So, yeah, they're fighting about just, you know, typical, like, well, I don't even know. I don't even think it really says what they're fighting she, about. She's just, yeah. okay. So, basically, uh, she's going to be on board for tw- uh, 48 hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For two days. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. O'Brien doesn't want to, like, miss a second. He wants to, like, pack in a whole bunch of families slash sexy times. Right. Mm-hmm. And Kiko is tired and cranky, and Miles is like, "Hey, let's uh, let's hang out." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "I just kind of want to sleep." Yeah. And then he's mm-hmm. like, "Fine, I guess sleep." And then she's mm-hmm. like, "Fine, I won't sleep." And then he's like, "No, you should." And they just—it's—it's <laughs> it's so pedestrian and boring. It's—it's it's, it's bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh, you should wear that red dress that I that I want you or that that." that I like. And she's like, fine. If that's what you want, I guess. So yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> exactly. They're both being yeah. kind of crappy here. Like, yeah, uh, uh, but her, her, I think more so just, just a little bit. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I, he's trying to have a good time with his right. family. Right. Now, nah, sure. Maybe he's not going about it in the best way, but yeah, at least it's coming from like a positive right. goal oriented uh, thing. All right. And she's just like, shutting it down. This. I hate yep. everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Let's get divorced. Right. Pretty she much. doesn't actually say it, but they, she should have. Oh yeah, she, you, know. you you see it on her face. Anyway, <sighs> all right. So the festival be- the festival begins. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Kira is leading this ritual where she is taking some liquids, pouring it into what looks like a huge type bong thing, and mm-hmm. it becomes yeah, it uh, neon blue flame erupts from the uh i guess the base of this thing mm-hmm. and um yeah she holds up a renewal scroll uh burns that into the fire and then she says like beth explained earlier if you have any sort of negative feelings or things holding you back write it down throw it into the fire and then you are essentially free from those restraints mm-hmm. um so we see people do that quite often throughout this episode yeah. Um, at first, I even thought. See, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. We even see one of Newman's favorite morgue. Morn. Yeah. Morn. Morn. Yeah. Doing we it. see him later on. Morn's, yeah. Morn's the man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's um, only on there for about ten seconds. Yeah. But he's done a lot we, of shit. We see him talking to Dax. Oh, yeah. And she's encouraging him to. Oh yeah. Fill out his renewal scroll. Like and his then burn scroll it. is filled with ink. Yeah. Like I mean, you only see it for like a couple frames. Right. Mm-hmm. But oh man. That guy has been Morn's up to no good. He's got demons. Morn's he really a pimp. does. He's a pimp. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so at first I had a theory that these scrolls, like maybe the paper that was burning, like someone mm-hmm. was breathing in and that's what would make them 
uh, kind of get sexy time. Uh, oh, but, okay. But that's not the case. But that, that, that's no, what was no. happening. Um, I was thinking, like, after finishing the episode, how many episodes throughout Star Trek as a, as a whole has a similar theme? Because we've many reviewed. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, we reviewed uh, the one from the first season of TNG. Naked Now. Where the whole... Naked Now. Yeah, yeah. where the whole um, yeah. crew gets not mm-hmm. bitten but gets you know oh, yeah. affected by this thing and then everyone is sexy time so they're kind of like recycling i think oh, yes. story arcs a little bit here but yes yeah i just thought that was interesting i'm like this is oh, at we least we talked about this episode before this is at least um, the third time star trek has done this because naked now yeah. is kind of a remake of one from the original uh, series yes called uh, something naked yes like, yeah not naked lunch just that book slash no movie. yeah uh, <laughs> it's not kurt Vonnegut. yeah <laughs> well, no, these are these are all but no you're right that was a ripoff of that yeah. of the these original series of a midsummer night's dream right yes uh, yes which, which yeah. i read that the writers of this episode specifically all watched together before writing it you so like, can okay. totally sense that so yeah. i was going to mention okay. this a little bit later but the the way that this festival feels I wrote it looks like a Shakespeare slash like Ren Faire festival. Yes, it like, does look like a Ren Faire. Especially sure. the like musical the aspect to it. There's like there's like a like right. there's like a trio of like lute players. That, yeah, yeah. It's very much a like you it's, know it's the it's the calmest Renaissance fair yes. bullshit excuse for music. Right. Yeah. Very so I don't know. So just, you can totally see that Shakespearean influence on this mm-hmm. episode. Although Odo is digging that music. Uh, yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. He yes. When the band plays, he's yeah, like swaying, yeah. kind of like conducting a little bit. He was yeah. feeling it. it. it, it he he really, really into it. Like Odo less. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the first time I've seen him with emotion. Wait, it made you like him yeah. less? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What yeah. music is worse than that? <laughs> that was very strange because at first I was like, "Oh, now Odo is like taken by this love spell," but he wasn't. He nope. was just he was just feeling <laughs> he was that just music. Really into it, yeah. Uh, and it's like the most basic, like wind piece music yeah. you can possibly think. I, I feel like it's, it's a like thing hammer that dulcimer, comes, harp, yeah, it's, and yeah, lute. It's the music yeah. that comes in. I don't know, like a child's toy that's trying to put them to sleep, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> That. Which honestly is a recurring theme in Star Trek. There's a lot of that kind of stuff. There's a lot of bad, bad throughout. Music. Yeah, yeah. Throughout. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it does have a very Shakespearean feel with the scrolls and like mm-hmm. the like even the pens are feather shaped. Yep. You yep. know, so the, it's like oh, they the look wardrobe. like quills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So. Yep. Anyways. So um, yeah. So so the first victim, I guess you could say, of this um, love spell which we find out what it is later is uh, Jake Sisko. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of gets this like fiendish sort of smile on his face. Mm-hmm. Um, and he then dashes after Kira and he's like, listen, Kira, I need some advice. You know, I'm in love with the older woman. And she's, she thinks that he's talking about Mar- Marta. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, nah, pff, she's old news. I'm in love with you. And she's like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is very awkward because, you know, she's his dad's like number one, essentially. Yeah. Um, so the, here's yeah. the thing, too, that struck me throughout this whole episode is that like 
we're used to seeing on the ships, on the starships, like a very militaristic hierarchical structure. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the captain and then number one, number two, chief of staff of like the different departments. Um, but on DS9, it feels like none of that structure exists or at the very least they ignore it very easily because like, like Kira is like major Kira, right? And like he, this kid just goes up and is like, I'm in love with you. I'm going to try to fuck you and I'm going to be chasing you around for the rest of the episode. And his dad never steps in and is like, Hey, this is inappropriate. Like you need to respect this person, call her by her rank, that kind of stuff. And then he tries to, to, to water it down. Yeah, but it doesn't work. It just doesn't feel like he's trying hard enough. And then, I know Dax and Cisco have a long history and stuff, but there's yeah. still some like very inappropriate behavior between her and who is the captain of this entire base. It just seems like they, they have no boundaries that would exist in other Star Trek parallel, like other dimensions, like the way yeah. they talk to one another, the things they do. It just feels like that whole hierarchy is sort of like broken on DS9. I don't know. Well, it's weird. It's super I weird. You guys to me. kind of explained to me that this was more of a, a mixing of, of of factions rather than like a specific right. like Starfleet so, where all they're all like. Well, it is, but there's team. still a commander of the entire base, right. like who is Cisco that just, in my opinion, like doesn't behave that way at all. Like, I don't know. It's yeah, kind of weird. So I, I kind of agree with you, Beth, because I, he was a bit lax and like he, he does yeah. try to ask Jake about the Kira thing, but he doesn't mm-hmm. kind of like shut it down. Like, yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, like it is a day off. So maybe I can kind of see him being more like, I don't want to deal with this shit right now. Yeah. Like just, I don't know. What are you, what are you doing, son? Like, it's still weird. I don't but, know. It's just weird to me. Oh, once again, he's stating facts that would never, you know, be well received. <laughs> right. like, yeah. right now, it's it's just a crush. Right. It's like yeah, yeah, okay. But when you're 12 or however old this yeah. kid is, yeah, that's uh, that's your whole world. Right. Yeah, but he should still. I think as a father slash the XO of yeah. an entire star base. He probably should have shut that shit down. I agree. He he, <laughs> like, he should have he should have just kind of. You know what I mean? Instead, he's like, "Nah, it's cool. You can yeah. make my my first officer highly uncomfortable <laughs> as much as you want. Don't worry about it." Yeah. My my favorite character decision here is a uh, quark. Okay. Uh, is totally. He's not. He does not. He doesn't really uh, participating or believing in the festival. Yeah. But he sees it as like an opportunity to like sell merchandise. Of course. He's yeah. like, mm-hmm. come on, guys, get your special mm-hmm. scroll uh, pens, whatever <laughs> pens. Uh, everyone needs one, and all. Like it. It totally seemed like absolutely that character would totally do that in the situation. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's the only time it happens in this episode, so I appreciated it. Right, right. <laughs> it's, the, it's the only moment of true like levity and like humor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. To keep with the uh, Renaissance thing, there's there's jugglers mm-hmm. and uh, look like acrobats con- maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Acrobats sure, slash contortionists. Yeah. Sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're doing their thing. Yeah. Um, so once again, we go back to the happy couple of Kiko and Miles. And this happens <laughs> yeah. a lot throughout the episode. Just back yeah. to them. Um, she's saying that she's going to stay longer at the dig site. And he's mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? Just resign. If you, I, mm-hmm. I, I can't have you be away any longer from me. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, what do you mean? You're going to tell me to come home? Like, this is, this is my dream, you know? And then she mm-hmm. mentions her friend, uh, Sadiq, Sadiq. 
So, yeah, I don't remember so, his name, so but that sounds know. right. Yeah, it's like maybe? a very yeah. exotic close friend. Exactly. <laughs> and O'Brien's like, who who the hell is this person? I never heard this person before. <laughs> so clearly, there's problems, and um, you know, she she walks away, and mm-hmm. O'Brien stays to pound down the the Irish malt that he probably. Yeah. Is I mean, get once again, of. in this in this fight, uh, <laughs> O'Brien wants to I don't know see his family. That's true. Right. And she's just like, man, there's pottery I could find in the ground. (laughs) I don't don't really, I don't blame her so much for like wanting to do the stay there and like career things, see it out to the end. But I think she's being a bit unreasonable and not understanding why he's upset about that. Cause she's like, I don't get why you're upset. And like that, that seems unreasonable to me. Yeah. Her <laughs> wanting to stay to finish her job doesn't seem unreasonable, but no, I it's feel not like reasonable. she could have handled that better. <laughs> the next trip is going to be around seven months. Right. So yeah. Which is a long in time. A, in the that total is a long of time. Nine months. She'll have seen him for two days, two days. of which <laughs> right. she, she was being a jerk, but shit over all over everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a good point. That's, very that's true. a good point. Yeah. Yeah. That's so they're, they're not they're not handling their situation well. Um, yeah. All right. So we're into act three. Uh, Jake is continuously prancing around looking for Kira. Um, this That's is where so annoying. S- Cisco talk, tries to talk him out of it, but he just, he won't, he won't hear it. He says he can handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I put a weird name. Oh yeah. Luxwana and Odo are walking around Quarks. She's still, she's still trying to get with them. You know, mm-hmm. she's still trying to, to, yeah. to, to hit that. Um, and these scenes are really short, by the way. That's why I'm, I'm kind of just kind of going yeah. through them because there's uh, nothing yeah, real substance here. I mean, well, you're correct. Like, it's just a lot of vignettes um, of people moving around the ship. Yeah. Luxana is hanging all over Odo. Cisco's like, chill out, Jake. The next scene of circumstance, like, as you could say, is Baril gets obsessed with Dax. And he's like, listen, you know, I I like Kira, but yeah, sorry, go ahead. Actually, one scene before that, I really liked the conversation between Quark and O'Brien. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Quark is basically like, man, you human, or no, you humans, or yeah. I forget how yeah. we pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You human relations are dumb. Right. We have it figured out on Ferengi, Ferenginar, <laughs> or whatever Ferenginar. it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, like, you guys let your women wear clothes and have jobs, and you're like, and now you're surprised that it's not like marital bliss. Right. And uh, he's basically saying, you know, Keep uh, keep them bitches in check. <laughs> and basically, this, this describes a slavery situation, right? Yeah, and oh, how you're... it's so much better. Well, doesn't <laughs> O'Brien right. say like, "Well, we don't, our women aren't property" or right. something like that? And yeah. Then he says something, and then like, Quark's like, "Oh, well, that's where you're wrong," or like, or like, "That's yeah, that's, that's where you yeah. make the mistake," you know? Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and, yeah oh I mean, yeah. the Ferengi. That's it's... how they do things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I guess it works for them. It doesn't make sense according to human values. No, <laughs> but uh, right. uh, yeah, I guess there's there's less fighting when women aren't people. Right, right, and, and that's yeah, exactly. And, and it's weird that O'Brien can't really counter that argument. It seems like <laughs> it'd be easy to win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, he the, kind of gives in. The writers, strangely. Yeah. the writers actually are. I feel like the writers were on Quark's side. I think yeah. so. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> which is not the most forward thinking. Yeah, yeah. nowadays so, uh, O'Brien does actually have one good point. Is like, all right, if Ferengi marriages are so wonderful, how come you're st- you're still single? Single. Yeah. 
And he's like, ah, I just haven't found the right woman yet. Yeah. Which I don't really know how that you meet women easy if they, to like, do. don't ever leave the house. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Also, like, yeah. wouldn't, what does it mean to have the right woman when they're In not allowed to be people? So, like, oh, just yeah. any, wouldn't any woman suffice? <laughs> like, That's a good point. I don't know. Know yeah, I mean, you think, they huh. don't have to be a good match because they're not allowed to have opinions. Right. So. That's true. <laughs> oh, so anyway, so yeah, well, he says, I haven't found the right woman yet. And O'Brien says, well, I have. Yeah. And, then, and then he goes and chases after her. Right. Being, mm-hmm. what's that? A chivalrous good husband? Shocking. <laughs> um, wow, Dan. Yeah. Wow. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. Everything he does. He's, I mean, well, he does. He's trying. He does, to me, go he, to the extreme to make little, her happy. He's yeah. a little whiny, little little a beta bit. male yeah. thing. But yeah. in Come on, she's she sucks. He is he is giving an effort here. He is. Yeah, he is. I agree. Yeah. I do acknowledge that. Yeah. I do acknowledge now, no, yeah. So back to what you were talking about is uh yeah. Bariel, by, Barelli, by whatever. B. Mario B Batali. Is, yeah, Mario. Uh, Mario <laughs> Batali is talking to Dax. Um, yes. And now no, he's, he's talking to Kira. Oh yes, right. And like right. specifically, it's it's fucking weird. He's like. Hey, person I was making out with and professing my love for two yeah. minutes ago. Right. Hey, have you seen Dax? Right. Well, before that, I don't want to be around you. Right right. Now. Before that, we see, we have a we see a scene where he makes a pass at Dax. I think that's what Newman was talking oh, that, about. That ha- Doesn't before, that happen right? before? I think so. He runs into Kira. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, he makes yeah, a pass he, at Dax. He touches her her leg. I yeah. think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Dax appropriately gets really freaked out and like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be here right now, and goes yeah. away. Um, especially since she knows that, you know, that's that's Kira's her best friend's man, essentially. Yeah. Um, I got to say, Dax is looking very nice this episode. I just, <laughs> she I, I will, she's, yeah. she's revealing way more spots than usual. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Which, as a young Newman, was like, when I saw this back in the day, this yeah. would have been something for me. I feel, I, I know um, that that's all I'll say about that. They described uh, <laughs> that the spots go all the way down in some episodes. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And this is this is the farthest down we've seen them, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's looking healthy. Um, uh, anyway. <laughs> oh sorry, I just had to get that out. Uh, Even though, actually, now I think about the Ren Fair, her costume design is very, like, Ren Fair-ish. It is. It the is. bust of it is very, like, mm-hmm. that, like, square neckline with, like, your boobs kind of, like, spilling out. That's right. what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, now I get that now. Okay. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so she's she's uh, walking away as, as she should, because this guy's being, like, a true creeper. Um mm-hmm. And then yes, then the scene with Kira um, and B shows up or or happens where he's like, you know, we're, I like I love you as a friend. So you're like you're 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 yes. a great friend. Oh, yeah, you're a great but, friend. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like Bariel is like not just into Dax. He's yeah. like specifically friend zoning Kira. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. He's like exactly. It, it's almost like he offered to like shake her hand with a firm handshake. And yeah, just like it was a it was a pleasure. Uh, being your acquaintance right and right. then she's just like what I, yeah. I thought this was going deeper right and uh yeah so she's sad yeah so mm-hmm. she's she's heartbroken um mm-hmm. we cut to god there's a lot of jumping around yeah we cut yeah. to uh cisco now talking to dax about b's kind of creepiness and she's like well mm-hmm. i'm and just i'm hiding out here setting this table um in this like luncheon reception area because i want mm-hmm. to avoid this this like weird guy that's trying to stalk me and touch me. Um, yeah. And Cisco's like, Oh, well, have you told Kira? And she's like, I don't know if I can, you know, cause she's, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're best friends. My friends. Yeah. Um, but dun, 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 
Dax now loves Cisco in that yeah, like same way. Three seconds yeah. later, she gets she's the, all over Cisco. She gets the she's in the, his lap. Oh yeah, she's touching every inch of his body. Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird that he's not more creeped out by this. And I know they have a long history and a long friendship and stuff, yeah. but I'm like, he's he seems uncomfortable, but not that uncomfortable. Well, he's, oh, he's I don't know. crazy uncomfortable. I think he's seeing, oh my God. But he doesn't shut it down or try to shut it down. Well, at first well, he thinks that she's joking. And he's like, oh, well, this is yeah, something so, that maybe like, yeah. you know, an you older version of you would have done. Which is weird. Okay. But so you shouldn't has, joke about that. Right. He's, he's the captain awesome of the ship. Low voice. <laughs> yeah. But like, when he's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. it jumps like three octaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Which, mm-hmm. which is like, it's weird because like that's the tone most people speak in, but coming mm-hmm. from his vocal cords, it sounds very awkward. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like he he actually has it's a weird clap. Like mm-hmm. he he he's it's it's weird for him. There's this like hot lady. It's all over him in his lap, and he calls her old man. Obviously, because sometimes he calls her old man. Right, mm-hmm. uh, and he claps. I just like because his like, hands oh. yes with his hands he clapped it's so weird you should go back and check it out i think okay. he does it twice yeah okay uh, but i don't he remember just, that he it's like i don't know like a knee slap of like a, a laugh it's like a nervous switch just or something claps like right in between them but there's yeah. only like a foot so uh, it's, it's it's weird <laughs> yeah so he he calls bashir yeah says hey you gotta scan this bitch because she <laughs> lost her mind <laughs> right, right something's wrong yeah <laughs> Yeah, and Bashir is just like, what? You got that was just really funny. Sorry, you gotta scan. Bashir is just like, yeah, nothing's wrong. Like she's fine, picture health, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's like, I think you've been the victim of a practical joke, right? Ha. And and Dax kind of plays it off like, yeah, of course I was just joking joking the whole time. Yeah. And she actually not funny though, not a funny joke. No, not not no, funny. Not funny. Um, <laughs> she actually, like the character, knowing that she's lying though, does a good job of like you know, yeah, of course I was just fake. Like, come on, that was just fun. Uh, but mm-hmm. then immediately, as soon as Bashir leaves, she's like all over Cisco again. <laughs> and mm-hmm. is, yeah, I think she like kisses his face, yeah. like in front yeah. of Bashir yeah. on the way out. Yeah, yeah. And and Cisco's face is like, oh boy, here we go again. Like, oh, yeah. great. That was all for nothing. Um, <laughs> so once again, we're back at the O'Briens. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a very strange scene. Yes. Uh, I think he's basically. So the room to their bedroom is closed and Keiko's in there. Um, mm-hmm. He's kind of at the door and like on the floor, kind of like, listen, I put in my res- resignation with um, Cisco um, if you want to work at this place for seven months, I am not going to lose you. I'm going to follow you. Yeah, I'll do um, whatever it takes. Which yeah. is very no. I mean, that's that's very like you know that's a very big gesture. Uh, I agree. Yeah. You know. Um, now the entire he's time, also talking like through the door. By right. The way. Right. Yeah. Well, they, she yeah. won't let him yeah. in. Yeah. Right. They right. they can't see each other. She's not saying very much. Mm-hmm. The entire time, I thought that the door was going to open and she was going to be under the love spell with someone else exactly. in there. Exactly. Oh, that would have been so good. Because then he would have been like, what the hell? Like, yeah. Um, but it doesn't happen. And I guess yeah. she's just literally yeah, listening you, to yeah. him. Do you know the reason she won't let him in now? Because uh, she's she... trying to think of a way out of the marriage. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing else. There is no reveal. 
she just like, oh, damn, he's willing to do anything to keep our marriage together. Yeah. Shit. I will just stay silent. <laughs> no, you're right. But I, I swore that like he was like, like O'Brien was going to say, say his piece, walk away. And it was going to mm-hmm. do one of the Star Trek things where the camera lingers for a second longer door yeah. opens and she's in bed with like Morn or something you know like yes. something someone funny yeah. oh my god that would be that would have been really so good because that's kind of where the, the rest episode of the episode goes them right picking like, up the pieces right, of their exactly. marriage. <laughs> yeah and like forgiving one another right. and like right. oh you were okay. under a spell exactly oh, actually, and yeah, then, so like her silence like he's like did did you did you hear what I just said right <laughs> and then yeah. she's like I, I need time to think right and subtext of another excuse to not be here. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, can you blame her? I mean, really? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. the transporter I mean, they chief. have a kid, so I guess they that's a reason to stay together. But yeah. they they need to... It's the free love future. Like, it, I mean, it, it really is. That's, like, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah. So she says she needs time to think. Um, uh, basically, now at this point all hell is breaking loose in the ship in terms of people falling in love with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Kira. Bashir convinced, yeah. and Kira. Right. Before yeah. they kind of get together, Kira convinces Bashir. There's some weird things happening. Um, let's run the test again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they go down to sick bay and, um, or the infirmary, I guess it's called in here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, they immediately start to make out in what is the fakest kissing yes. I have ever exactly. seen oh my yes. God. in They're anything not ever. <laughs> kissing each other's mouths. No. It's like everywhere except the mouth is where Yeah. Okay. it's it's so much. It's it's, bad. It looks painful. Kisses had been for forbidden for a thousand years. <laughs> and, and you only knew about them from like some ancient yes. texts that were loosely translated. Yes. It would end up like this. It's really bad. It's really bad. bad. Honestly, okay, so I was trying to think of another way to, to say this. And what I came up with is like, if you were paralyzed from the neck down. Yeah. And you were just trying to eat pudding from a bowl that's moving. <laughs> yes. You're just, your just lips are just moving in un, unintentional ways while your head is just kind of like You're swaying right. and turning at random. Oh, my God. Which it is was... crazy because these actors were in a relationship yes yes they have the time they have a child together like these people have a child together and i don't know how they figured out how to make that work i do because jesus man it is really what's the opposite of the word chemistry it's It's like it's their lips weren't even open they were just like rubbing mouths together back and forth kira kira had her mouth open like a fish a few times but just like but it wasn't it was just like gasping for air i it was unsettling it was was really bad come on get it together it was really bad humans humans yeah yeah so the uh fifth act opens up um this is what really made me think okay this is a shakespeare play because there's Mm -hmm. you you see everyone in the same room kind of like a comedy of errors like just running Mm -hmm. around doing funny weird things and everyone is in love with everyone else um the people who are obsessed with people are chasing their targets very creepily, <laughs> running around, ducking under like food trays and all that whatnot. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> um, Odo discovers Bashir and Kira in uh, the infirmary, which is 
very awkward for for Odo because they're still kissing very weirdly and strangely. Yeah. So um, yeah, this is this is where I don't know. It kind of goes off the rails, but yeah, it does. I think at this at this point, Bashir and Kira are both verbally expressing how they wish to stop making out. Kind of, yeah. But, They're like, I just can't stop. I can't stop touching yeah. you. You just, yeah. Okay, actually, yeah. I think at this point, yeah. they're just kind of like, I can't stop. I can't keep my hands off them. Right. Almost in a way you could interpret as a positive thing. Right. Like, please. But like, at some point, right. they're literally saying, find a way to get me to stop this. Right. You know? <laughs> right. It it turns kind of clinical. It does. Soon. Yeah. I don't remember exactly where. Yeah. 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 It's, it's fucking weird. I wonder if that's because they're the only two characters that are like drawn to each other during this whole thing. Cause it's always someone drawn to someone else who doesn't want oh, it. Oh yeah. Know? Maybe. I wonder if it's like, maybe they both kind of realize that what's happening they both had is a, a latent like attraction to each other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, it's, 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 weird. it's weird. So it, so Quark walks in with pudding, okay? Yeah. For, it's like and, rice pudding, I think. Yeah, like, like some rice pudding something looking like that. And I thought, like, okay, before Bashir went mad and love crazy, he found a way to tell Quark to put the antidote into pudding or something. And then he's going to pass oh, it around I the party. I did not get that at all. But like, still just, just capitalist, like... But, Right. With all this making out, they need but, some more energy or something. But then Maybe it, for pudding. <laughs> pudding is the thing that But they then need. it just turns into, yeah. like, he just randomly walks in with pudding. And it's like, what does this have to do with anything? He's, he's making a big deal about this pudding. Um, like, Dax goes to smell the pudding. It's like, okay, it's going to, like, release an aroma that's going to cure everyone. Yeah. But it oh, doesn't. Yeah. It's, it's just it's literally just it pudding. Been, it would have been better if it fit a, a narrative yeah. of some sort. But no, just... Um, Man, you're just a pudding hater. All right? I, 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 yeah. I guess so. There's never a bad time. So maybe pudding <laughs> is like an aphrodisiac on Ferenginar or something. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Yeah, like true. they bring all the the oh yeah, maybe he like laced foods, it with some like. They don't explain that. It's yeah. just yeah, hey guys, I brought some rice pudding to the party. <laughs> right. I thought it was very strange. <laughs> no, it's um, totally yeah. strange. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> so many more things happen, like. Just back to back to back. So Keiko walks in wearing the red dress, mm-hmm. which which was a lot less revealing yes, than what I wrote, was anticipated. I wrote my verdict on the red dress. It's okay. It's <laughs> yeah, okay. It's, you know, I, I was like, I mean, it's it, a it pretty technically dress. fits it's the two pretty. requirements. It is yeah. both red and it is a dress. Well, but she it did say like, like, oh, it's really tight. It is tight. I mean, yeah, I was just, you know, the way he wanted it felt like it was like, you know, like. Badow, you know, like, like, I mean, it looks good about, on her. She, it, it it's bad, like her with her hair yeah. and skin complexion. I mean, yeah. it's, it looks good on her. I guess, like, I, but I guess we're supposed to enjoy that they're together. It wasn't, it wasn't right. like a Jessica Rabbit. No, that, dress. maybe that's yeah. what I was like thinking okay. it was going to be. Yeah, um, I, know. I just, I don't know, but it, it did not feel like it, it felt like they were going for some like resolution. Yeah, but I didn't want the resolution, I wanted them to split up because, yeah. <laughs> like. I don't think you should applaud, like, remembering that you love your partner. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. This is, like, the baseline that you should be doing. Like, oh, you should be enjoying each other. Yeah. Hooray, Kiko. No, sorry. Right. No, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, Ariel yeah. and Cisco and Dax are all in the same room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dax has lost her goddamn mind. She has. Yep. 
is yes. behind Cisco and like <gasps> almost like puppeting. Like she has her hands kind of like just moving around his chest. Right. Yes. Like I I I did not I, like this. I couldn't no. imagine directing this scene no. and being like, I need more of you behind him <laughs> right. groping the you chest mean, area. You mean behind me. Because Cisco directed this episode. Oh, oh God. damn. <laughs> oh, God. Excellent. Yeah. So, no, this was it explains a lot. Was actually, to him yeah. under oh, his own this direction is oh, amazing. This, I think this explains everything because, like, I think it does. He's uh, a weird dude. He's he's a very strange man. Um, yeah. He's he's Shakespearean trained, so this explains mm-hmm. the whole Shakespeare like vibe. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. So incredible. Ariel offers Dax <laughs> something that sounded like it was important. A betrothal bracelet, bracelet. Or something? family's betrothal bracelet. Yeah, it's like an. En- I, I thought it was like an engagement ring. Yeah, exactly. Basically, uh, okay. but it's a bracelet. Right. But it's weird because Dax says, "Hell yeah, I'll take it," and then right. just kind of says, "Go away." She, I, she I takes it and like runs away. Like, is she gonna scalp this thing or something for some? Yeah, for some, like that's what I felt. Like she was. I thought she do. tries to give it. Doesn't she try to give it to Cisco? Oh, like, does she? Okay. Yeah. It's weird. Okay. It's like I was just given this engagement ring yeah i'm gonna give it to you in yeah. front of the guy that just gave it to me of which well, i accepted yeah i, I don't it's, know. it's very strange yeah mm-hmm. but but so, this leads yeah. to barrel punching cisco mm-hmm. kind of kind of does he carry this thing around with him all the time or was he, he, he planning on giving it to kira he, yeah, oh, and that's why he had it for kira. Okay. oh man oh man okay. it's even that's even worse okay. so <laughs> So this fight, yeah. Are okay. What what uh uh what race is what species is he? Barbariel, but Bajoran, Bajoran, Bajoran. Are Bajorans like notable for their weak frailty? Um, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, think so. they fought a hard fought rebellion against the Cardassians. So he punched Cisco in the face. Yeah. And Cisco reacts honestly like as though he'd been sneezed on, <laughs> like like no physical damage at all, just yeah. disgust. Yeah, he was just like like, bro, what 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 are you doing? Well, I don't know if Barriel is much of like a fighter. You know, I think he's okay, like a diplomat. I think he's, he's a yeah. Okay, I don't yeah. really know much about their, yeah, their species. Yeah, but... I think he's just not not like a warrior, you know, type type then, person. Cisco hmm. blocks two more punches. <laughs> Right. Like as though they were nothing. Yeah. Like this is a nuisance at best. <laughs> yeah. And then fucking once again, Dax is insane. Yeah. Just out of nowhere, uppercuts him off of his feet. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. She beats his ass. Like yeah. she she like <laughs> I think she knees him too in the stomach and then like downs him. Yeah. She Yeah. I she's I don't get it. Well, she's like a badass, first of all. So she's always been like a badass, like fighter type chick. Mm-hmm. But like this, this guy was so, demonstrating that he was no threat to anyone or anything. Which seems and like an odd match for Kira. Fucking wreck him. I was right. just like, why is Kira into this weak dude? I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe but, Kira. I mean, Kira is like a warrior mm-hmm. type character. So maybe she needs that like kind of a balance, a, a gentler balance. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Um, I don't know. But so the fight's happening. <laughs> then it gets crazy. Quark puts down the pudding. Now he loves Keiko. 
Um, oh, that's oh, right. I forgot yes. about that scene. O'Brien's o- o- trying a little to, far. Yeah, O'Brien's <laughs> trying to get him off her. He like picks him up by his ears, which I think is hilarious. Okay, so, right. um, so Quark is uh, is so raping Kiko's yeah. head. Yes, he is. <laughs> he just he just his his ear envelops her head, and <laughs> and her reaction is like intense fear yeah. and hatred oh yeah like a, there it was not just she's like being a, sexually these, assaulted yeah, yeah. Yes, these are not absolutely. just like, like everyone else in the episode it's like unwanted advances right this is like someone save me face sure mm-hmm. and oh it was so oh, and i don't blame her for, for way feeling too long. that way right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was very Wah. strange this um, yeah this episode is fucking off the rails <laughs> so all this is happening i and as a result of that, I forget how it is revealed that Luxwana is the is the cause of all this. Who's, I don't know. Who they just says that they just kind of all look at her. Cisco says it. So, okay. So so Chief O'Brien is like about to tear Quark's ears off. Yeah. And Cisco just says, "Don't do it." He's not in control of what he's doing. Okay. And then he just, just somehow divines the information. And points mm-hmm. how, to like, Luxana. How, how did he know says, this? So. It's her. I don't know. I don't, I don't. I have no idea. I don't get it. I think they just did, assume that all but, every time someone's had an episode, they've been around her. But I don't think that's true, though. Because I don't think that's true. She either. wasn't in sick bay when oh, um, Bashir right. and Kira went at it. That's true. You know, yeah, they were the most affected. She and wasn't the farthest away. She wasn't, although yeah. on their way over to uh, oh, Indian they, they did maybe? both grab their head and say, oh. "Oh, I have a funny feeling," mm-hmm. and okay. then they went at it. But it was, I don't, yeah, no, I agree with you. I there's, yeah. I have no idea how and, they divined her. And then when the Dax goes for Cisco, she's not in that room. So I, true. I don't know. That's I don't true. Know. That's yeah, just yeah, a very, yeah, yeah. That's I don't that's know how Cisco true. knew this. Like it, this is must be must be it. So I don't mm-hmm. know. Whatever. Well, uh, it's. So in a minute, they'll, they'll explain. Okay. The, the writers explain why what you should be thinking for all this. Okay. It will answer. Mm-hmm. It will answer everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, so apparently, we now we know somehow that there is Betazoid menopause, mm-hmm. and when these older Betazoids get a virus called Xanthi fever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they project their emotions onto others right what's interesting is that in tng there was an episode where Luxana is going through betazoid menopause yes yes exactly so do they go through it twice like what is the deal here um dan i don't think you've seen this episode but basically like she comes on board and falls in love with picard picard and Riker. i think on the episode mm-hmm. and Troy has to explain to Picard like what's going on about this like menopause time or whatever. Um and yeah, That's so they've right. already used this as like a trope. Thank you for, for saying that. That behavior. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, thank you for saying that, Beth. I was just going to ask you cuz yeah, this has been done before cuz I was I was just thinking like, yeah, that sounds really familiar. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember yeah. what the what that episode is called. But no, forgot. you're right. But it definitely is a thing yeah. cuz there's a whole scene in Picard's office where Riker and Troy are sitting on the couch like explaining to him right what's going on and yeah. they're like, "Oh shit." And then 
Yeah, she just, I don't remember what happens at the end, but I think she just leaves the ship. Why like, does she hmm. always mess up everything that she touches? <laughs> I don't know. I love, I mean, I personally yeah. love her. <laughs> I know everyone else hates her, but I'm just like, her episodes are so ridiculous. Yeah, they are, um, they are insane. They're so ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Bashir adds a little, little extra nugget of, uh, mm-hmm. well, it does need a pre-existing latent attraction. Right. Okay. And then, right. you know, Cisco looks around and is like, hold on, but Dak was all over me and then mm-hmm. Bashir basically says which really applies to every scene yeah best not to think about it too much <laughs> right don't, yeah yeah don't don't strain yeah. your head about it too much yeah, yeah. yeah. don't it's, strain your head about it it's yeah. like when writers I don't know got some like feedback like about some kind of loophole in right. the story or plot hole whatever and they're just like eh, don't don't worry about it yeah it's this is a light episode yeah which is my least favorite type of sci-fi episode right it's fine. yeah it's not good. it's not meant to bother you like not meant to you know consume much of your time yeah yeah so they, yeah i don't even know do they do they give her like a medicine or they just kind of kick her um, out of the ship? yeah <laughs> they say that they're gonna treat her it's gonna take two or three days for it to fade from her and a, a, and as a result everyone else um everyone else's system um okay. so basically everyone who's affected by this has to stay away from each other you know or like you know confined away from the people that they were drawn to um so yeah so after that's basically handled Luxwana basically forces herself onto Odo kind of a rapey vibe um mm-hmm. which is very not good uh cuz Odo definitely does not want this He's well, not into it He's not she into even it verbally acknowledges it Yeah she's just like hey listen <laughs> I know you're really into Kira Right but I'll be waiting Yeah I know right. you're not into this Right and I'm going to suck the puddle out of your mouth. Right. <laughs> yeah. So if you ever give up on your true love, come to me and I will, you know, get with you. Newman, I just looked yeah. up and that episode in TNG is called Manhunt. Okay. Yeah. Huh. The one where Loxana wow. comes on board and like. Not, not subtle at all. Yeah. No. Title for that. <laughs> okay. Not subtle. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's crazy. I kind of want to go watch that one just to see how close it is to this one. Cause I feel like it's, it's probably similar. very similar. I think, yeah. I mean, not everyone is struck by the love disease, right? but it's definitely her chasing around Picard. And I think at some points Riker too. And Troy has to be like, uh, yeah, he's mine. Right. Right. Knock it off. <laughs> yeah. Um, huh. Interesting. But yeah. Anyways. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. For that you're welcome. Yeah. So yeah. So um, that's the end of the Luxwana Odo arc, and then uh, Keiko leaves. They talk about you know O'Brien's sexual uh, prowess in front of their daughter, which I thought was very strange. Um, <laughs> it's very problematic. Like, man, you were just great last night. And then they then they bend down and say, "Okay, goodbye, honey." Like, okay, yeah. that's fair. <laughs> like. I thought that was a little weird, yeah. but okay. Well, also, so they mentioned that O'Brien's headache, which was the the symptom of mm-hmm. everyone else catching the fever, right, mm-hmm. was just a headache. Just he a headache. was not affected. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I don't but, know why that scene is there. But yeah. I never thought he was because was he, they weren't acting like the like weird like everybody else was. So that was yeah, kind of a weird. None of the symptoms. No. Right. Uh, um, so that was yeah, strange. Like even oh. even some kind of weird love spell, yeah, is not enough to fix <laughs> their marital problems <laughs> because they are the uh, universe's worst couple. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're not. Uh, not that that's, great. Uh, and that's uh, the episode. I think that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah. Jesus. Not great. Not. 
Great. No. Dan, yeah. uh, do you got some yeah. uh, deep dives for us to maybe salvage anything from? So <laughs> not, not, not great ones. Yeah. So I did, I, I tracked down the, uh, one of the jugglers. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. Okay. still what? performing. Wow. At, and even sometimes at, at Ren Fairs. Okay. Uh, How did you uh, do he, that? Uh, it, honestly, it wasn't, it wasn't all that exciting. He just, yeah. he just lives the, uh, the, the juggle lifestyle. Okay. And I don't know. He, he, nothing, nothing of note. He, just uh, a juggler, he, not a juggalo. Yeah. He <laughs> looks, he looks like a lifetime juggler, just like okay. on okay. site. Yeah. I'll, Tall, I'll just let you run that like, image. That okay. guy looks like he juggles for a living. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like, yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway, okay. uh, the only other thing I could find was yeah. that Hannah Hattay, who okay. played Molly O'Brien, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the tiny little girl who just vomited for this episode. Yeah. Uh, she, we actually have seen her on another show because oh. one of Beth and I's like guilty pleasure trash TV shows okay. mm-hmm. is Kitchen Nightmares with Gordon Ramsay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, her family was on one of the episodes. Uh, oh, hey. And they had a, a failing sushi restaurant and she was in it for a few minutes. Oh, wow. And, oh, I uh, remember that episode. There's not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know that episode. One of, one, yeah. of the, one of the daughters is is her. Oh, wow. so the, sh- the show she got out of acting, I'm assuming, and now works with the family, or yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, she's in the done. episode, she's a waitress, and I think she's like okay. in yeah. college or high school or something. Oh. Yeah. Well, I hope that their um, restaurant made it. It very yeah. didn't. Oh, okay. yeah. but uh, <laughs> but I'm sure she well, appreciates your optimism. Yeah. And, I'll, uh, I'll, yeah. yeah. Okay. Very didn't. Nope. Well, uh, so, yeah. yeah. So just uh, okay. That's that's it. Okay. There's nothing, nothing too exciting I could find. Well, I, I thought those were great. Thank you. Well, yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Dan. Um, for those were details. more. Those were more interesting than the, the episode itself. So. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right. So, uh, well, worth the voyage. Uh, Dan, do you want to go first for worth the voyage? Uh, no. No. <laughs> TV should not be something you have to force yourself to finish. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I no. Agree. If if it were not for this podcast, I would not have. First of all, I would say I wouldn't have started the episode, <laughs> yeah. but I certainly wouldn't have attempted to finish it for a third time. Right, uh, that's fair. Just on that rule alone, you can't you can't recommend something you can't get through. So uh, that's true. No, uh, do anything else with your life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Beth? yeah. Beth, I was it, was I agree. No, not at all. Especially because I think in our moving towards more enlightenment about the not okayness of yeah sexual unwanted sexual contact um it's i mean it's also like not good at all storyline wise but also mm-hmm. just like sets a bad precedent for how we treat both men and women in and out of relationships so yeah not not Ooh. worth the time not worth your time Ooh, hold on this this is in the future so this is predicting that <laughs> oh, our God. society is going to well, go full opposite of me too. <laughs> oh boy. And just like oh, man. go for it, everyone. Oh God, I hope not. It's it's coming. I don't know what, what star date this is, but uh yeah. Oh man, maybe, Yeah, it's not maybe... it's not it's very uncomfortable to watch when you think for more than ten seconds about how uncomfortable it makes other people when you like repeatedly advance on them after they say no yeah it's like ugh, not okay oh, um, man, so maybe, yeah for those reasons yeah. in addition to lots of other reasons definitely not good yeah newman well now you all oh no yeah yeah now y'all have me worried because maybe maybe the free love future really does mean like 
scary free like like i like, don't think so you can I be actually... whatever anarchy yeah like yeah, yeah ooh, like go be creepy I... to whoever you want to be oh, boy. i kind of okay. don't think so because i i think actually people will be more okay with like the rejection the no piece yeah. the rejection okay. piece yeah. and realize that like this is not a statement let's say about like I just think the rejection will be easier because you're like, okay. oh, I'm still a good person. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah, yeah, mean yeah. I'm a, I'm a shit bag. It's just this person doesn't want to have sex with me. That's okay. fine. You know what I mean? You know? So yeah, like, yeah. I don't Honestly, know. We'll, we'll probably have to start the cycle over when we interact with that many different species and different cultures. You're right. Like the Ferengi and their whole like mm-hmm. females are, are trash yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Like that's we're gonna have to start all over. I mean, so humans Maybe. Will, Maybe not. will have kind of figured out. Right. What, what we're comfortable with with each other, mm-hmm. and then it'll it'll be all thrown out the window when we get to DS Nine. So yeah, maybe, maybe this is like the like sixth or seventh iteration of of the free love future. Like it's not perfect every time, but it's getting there. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Huh. Interesting. What a what, my, what a deeper thought than my mind's capable. Of. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this whole time, yeah. this whole podcast, like since we've started the show, I've been saying free love future as a positive thing. Maybe it's like there's some problems too. Interesting. I think there'll be some growing pains for sure, but I think yeah. when both men and women have more agency yeah. over this kind of stuff and actually more equality over this kind of stuff, it will actually be easier, I think. Because yeah. I think you're right. Men will not be as harshly rejected and women won't feel uncomfortable rejecting and then mm-hmm. by, and also vice versa and then we'll also learn to value that like that sexual assault like affects men too which i think is sure. something that like people don't realize or there's a stigma around coming forward and stuff so i think just like more equality there is actually better for both the sexes yeah. and like wow um, yeah I don't know. Yeah. We're, we're getting kind of heavy for. Uh, I think. Uh, yeah, sorry. A we'll stop there. Bad we'll start don't be there. sorry. This is this is a great way to. This is a good way to end it. Actually. Um, yeah. I think we should make a whole mini mini about this topic. About uh, the day. free love future. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. To be um, continued. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, no, not worth the voyage at all. Um, <laughs> uh, that's uh, just Shocked. nothing of value is really here. Um, I predict you could skip this episode entirely and miss nothing about this series. So. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Best not think about it too much. Yep. Best not think about it. The immortal words of Dr. Bashir. (laughs) That's that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, Listeners, thank you so much. Um, Next episode uh, is not about an episode. Uh, We would be talking about our third um, Hall of Shame showdown. So Hall of Shame showdown three, The Revenge. Um, We have not picked out our episodes yet, but uh, when we do, we will let you know. So you can yeah. prep your uh, and uh, so we'll have <laughs> if you guys, suggestions or requests. Yeah. How would they uh, let us know? Yeah, you know, if you want one of us to champion one of an episode that we've covered, uh, <laughs> let let us know uh, at Make It So So Cast on Twitter. Yeah, you can um, also contact us at our home on the web, Make It So So Podcast dot com, or you could email us at Make It So So Podcast at Gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, and if you really like the show, uh, and we're glad for those of you who do, um, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash make it so so podcast. Uh, you get an extra bonus episode a month other than our mainline ones. Mm-hmm. Um, the occasional review of written, you know, like either I'll read a short story and re- review it. Um, you know, Dan just reviewed the Waldo style esque book of Star Trek. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where's so, Spock? Yeah. Yeah, Spock. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I we appreciate. I think our mini episodes are, I 
I think they might be better than our regular episodes. Yeah. So, so you those know, non-Patreon I, people are really missing out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just saying. Yeah. They're pretty good. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, I think you're right. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, but thank you, Patreon subscribers, those of you who already do. And thank you to those who are thinking about it. Um, mm-hmm. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cool. And with that being said, uh, don't think about it too hard. Yeah. Until next time. Yeah. <laughs> Live long and podcast. That's right. That's right. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.